What's up, everybody, and welcome to the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. We are the Little Big Cast. All three of us, actually. One, two, three. Yep. Yay! On today's episode, Rachel bats her lashes for a PS4. Aww. Batting. Drew smashes heads with salt licks. No problem. And Jeff gets nervous about naughty dogs. All that and more bark, on this bark. episode, the, uh, what, ninth? Nine. The ninth episode of the Little Big Cast. Bark, bark. Bark. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode? Yes. Yep. Is that right? This? Ninth episode of the Little Big Cast. Uh, we are the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network, <laughs> and we are pumped to uh, to be on this morning yes, with indeed. you. This morning. Recording on this bright, uh, and actually not bright at all, rainy, rainy and kind of ugly. Uh, I stepped in a puddle. <laughs> what is this? this is horrible. <laughs> End of April yeah. kind of day. So. It's an April shower day. Yeah. It's Ooh. A, April 26th. What is it they say about April yes. showers? <laughs> April bring showers Mayflowers. bring Mayflowers, and Mayflowers bring, like, smallpox and <laughs> a number Doesn't of ring different... Doesn't ring around the rosy. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> number of different weird diseases that the pilgrims brought to the Native Americans, so... <laughs> Where are you... No. I no. saw it on Reddit. I don't That's know. encouraging. <laughs> if you ever need something depraved, just hop on Reddit. Yeah. You'll, you'll see it. So uh, we'll just get right into it today uh, and start with Drew. All right, what have I been doing? What haven't I been doing? Uh, I played a lot of a lot of games because, <clears throat> as you know, you all had finals, and I had right. you know just have to wait. I I gotta say, dude, I'm I'm a little upset the teachers, and I've said this to several teachers, and they kind of just laugh in my face. But I think s- teachers literally should have to stay at school for as long as they're <laughs> like, if you demand X amount of hours for your, from your students to be able to pass your class, you need to be there for all of those hours as well. Like even if it's sitting well, you in know, a room. Like, you should have to sit in a room and stare at the wall like you're in timeout right. for doing that to us. Well, well I totally agree with, with that idea. Um, you don't I'd have to, so you won't. <laughs> no, no. There, <laughs> there's actually an argument to be made that I think students should have to work as hard at their classes to put in the 80 hours a week that I put in to get through the same thing, right? Mm. So you don't see the, the hours and hours that we have to not, – not just grading because that's one thing, but prepping and preparing and getting ready for and then all the faculty meetings and the curriculum. I mean, Wah. there's just – like. It's not an. It's not a forty-hour-a-week job. But is that something? Because here's like I do a nine-to-five, but then I do like a nine-to-midnight at the same day every day. Because here's here's my argument to that is that I had a sales teacher this semester who Hmm. was constantly raving about how. I mean, when I started the job, I made all my lesson plans. <laughs> okay, right, right. I teach right. three. I teach three days a week. I go skiing the rest of the time. <laughs> and so all he's just my rubbing it in. Plans are already done. So like, I just come and teach for three mornings, and then I'm done. And there are there are those. I'm not I'm not opposed to that st- style. I'll do that someday. someday like when I'm prepped, if right? I stop teaching new classes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Sorry no, to we, you we guys. do we do we do a lot a lot of work. Uh, I think you know what it is. I think that there are good teachers, and then there are teachers that want to inspire and want to go you know do more. Aww. So for for me, I'm I'm striving. I'm trying to be the best teacher possible because I want I want people to succeed in the world, not you just not just pass one Thank of the you. few. Thank you. <laughs> but you know, for me, it's not just like here's my here's my nine to five or less. So I just want my paycheck. I really feel like there's for me there's a passion there to help people succeed. So yes, I put in a lot more hours than I probably probably ought to. So yes, 
for you. I'm sticking around while you're still doing hours. It just happens to coincide with this finals week. I get that little downtime. I've I played mean, a lot of games. I, I'm just saying, like, bring your PS3 to, cla- to the school. <laughs> yeah, just sit there because you have to be there. Because then I would, I mean, it would give me the break because then I could just turn and watch it. Sorry. Anyway, there back is. to Tomb Raider. What so, else have you been playing? Well, uh, did a little Tomb Raider just because that's, that's fun. That's what Peach wants to play, so that's been a lot of fun. And then the other game I play a lot is called Entertain the Kiddos. That's actually a game? <laughs> yeah. It's no, all is like. It a game or is that just what you call it? <laughs> it's just what I call it. Okay. It's a game inside of a game. Yeah, exactly. It's like, how long can I keep them busy so that my wife can write her papers, study, you know, research greater papers? So, no, I play a lot with kids this week. And it was so not super a video fun. game. No, it's, it's just, just fun. A, it's just a, a fun. Like, I keep them on the it's trampoline. It's a reality game. Yes. <laughs> how long can I keep them outside without, you know, without them whining of the cold? <laughs> how long um, do they shiver before they yeah. complain about it? <laughs> Did a little Castle Illusion and, of course, Walking Dead. So, Very yeah, cool. I've had a good time. Uh, Rachel. Um, it's yay. been a long week. It's been a long month. I know. For Rachel it's been a and long. I. It's been a long life for me. I'm ready to tap out, but I'm done with school. I guess so. That's yay. kind of like yay. I know. Finished all my finals. I was taking like two finals a day up until Thursday. This is this so is incomprehensible. It was pretty know. rough. I was wow. pretty. I was by Tuesday. I was pretty burnt out. Wow. So I know, but I survived. Um, during that time, I've been able to play video games. I sat down. I play Uncharted. And going from an indie game to, like, a not indie game was... have any of us really had... Well, except for Drew. I, I know that you and I, Rachel, have had almost no time for anything other than our indie game of the week. No time at all, oh, right. Yeah, right. So, like, you kept up with Infamous and, like, playing indie game, but I, like, completely put off Uncharted, and I would play the indie game, and then I would just do more schoolwork. So I've actually had time playing. It was different. It took me, like, two hours to remember how to reload. <sighs> And were you looking for like the text boxes to come up to be like kind of like answer. a hint tutorial? Answer. But I remember my tutorial was like two hours ago, so <laughs> I don't know. But I figured it out. <laughs> it's R two. <laughs> don't worry, I got it, guys. <laughs> that's how you reload, right? Yeah, right. that's to reload. Now, which uncharted is this? This is the three. This is just the first one. Oh, the first one. So you okay? I, which I'm starting on as well. Right. Yeah. So we're on the same page on that one. And I don't know if it's just you guys, but my screen glitches, and I Whoa. thought it was my HDMI cable. But Maybe, I've, like, switched glitch. my HDMI cable, and it's not, and then it wouldn't glitch. Only on Uncharted? Yeah. It might be the disc. Though. It wouldn't glitch. The disc or download, what is it? It's a disc. A disc. It wouldn't glitch for my indie games, so it's, it's kind, of, it's kind of giving me a headache. Because mine's clean. Hmm. Like, it's I'll that often. Out. It's, like, yeah, like, mm. way often. And I thought it was the game. Maybe it was, like, ooh, Island <laughs> Sex. I don't know. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure. It shouldn't do that. Cool. I would, honestly, uh, yeah. Clean the disc. Clean the disc. Step one. The great thing about (laughs) an old game like Uncharted is if it is jacked up, you can buy a used copy for for $6. Pretty cheap. So that's awesome. So I've been doing that, and then I've also been watching some Doctor Who, and uh, KT told me I would fall in love with David Tennant. It's completely right. So swooned. Swooned. So swooned. (laughs) Swooned. So he'll be the reason why I continue the series. Nice. And that's it. I don't think that'll work for me. Oh, and I'm catching up on some (laughs) mega sleep. I slept until nine, two days in a row. Whoa. Whoa. That I I get on board with. It was nice. Nice. It was nice. Very cool. Well, I, so, when did we, we, so it's been a while since we last recorded. Um, So in the meantime, all three of us have worked Comic-Con here in Salt Lake City. Yes. Uh, They had the Fanex. Although I'd Um, much rather work the the style that, 
you and I work, standing in one place and just talking to people. Then running around. Then running around with camera and, and talent. And, you know, yeah. it was kind of fun. I'm sure it was fun. KT got to carry everything. And oh, I that's just, nice. I would just turn, I would just hit record. That's it. Oh, that's, that's okay. Wow. The, the great thing about being oh. a girl in a group of nerds is that you can be like, <laughs> it's just so Open heavy. the door for me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, let me. Let me do yeah, this for you. That's awesome. However, KT, do you get to see how disoriented I am with like my depth perception? Like I had this cup, <laughs> I had this this Chick Fil A styrofoam cup, and I was walking, and I was looking at like I don't know some mermaid costume, and I turned around and I walked straight into like a metal canvas. <laughs> it ripped my styrofoam cup, oh and I had God. soda all over my shirt. <laughs> oh. And then like we walked away, and I was like, "Hey, we'll walk away. Always walk away." And then some lady catches up to me, and she's like, "Did you do that?" And I look, and I guess there was like. A paper board, like a, like paper oh, on the no. thing, and I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "You should go tell a volunteer or someone." So like, I go, <laughs> I told someone, I told the information lady, I was like, "Hey, I, s- I spilled it's something." That big? They're just gonna be like, <laughs> "Whatever." <laughs> I know. <laughs> go on. You didn't vomit on someone. We're good, <laughs> <laughs> right? It wasn't it's not hazmat. Yeah. Okay. Keep we're going. Fine. Move on. So yeah, it was uh, very disoriented. Cool, yeah. So Drew and I actually worked uh, a booth during Comic-Con, which is um, it's always fun. Although their floors, uh, they did not carpet their floors. Mm, so we were standing on cement, and that sounds like just a whiny thing to, to <laughs> But you did about, like but gosh, seven hours, eight I did, hours? I did 14 hours on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. On the cement, and my feet were killing me. I did like three hours on And that was so like... Was lazy. Yeah, we didn't see much but of the biggest, yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me was that I was spending my time there when I should have been doing homework. Uh-huh. And so the whole time I was kind of stressing out about finals. Uh, yeah, finals, man. Yeah, dude. I got through it. I'm pumped to be done with it. It's I walked... Over. Uh, he walked. He walked. I have pictures of him walking. Friday, me and Drew took a selfie on the stage, yeah. and I got my fake diploma that says, "Hey, in two mo- three months, you'll get we'll your diploma." Get another yeah. paper. It's like yeah. this ugly paper inside this really fancy booklet, and I yep. was like, "And they, oh, and they also gave me a uh, like a cell phone cleaner, cleaner, like a, a piece like of microfiber cloth in your diploma case." Like, yeah, and I was like, I paid. X amount right. of thousands of dollars, right. and all I got was this stupid microfiber cloth. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing last yesterday because you saw I was in my suit, not in a you know cap and gown. Yeah, and my same thought was I paid like twenty five thousand plus for my masters. I should be able to like walk away with a four hundred dollar cap and gown set at the end. Like right. congratulations, you made it through. Here's your cap and gown because right. those things are so expensive. I'll never pay them. Like I'll never how buy much, my own. How much did they cost? Like four hundred, five hundred bucks. Wow. Because they got fancy sleeves mm-hmm. and a special hat. Colors. And they have colors. Yeah, the hood. The hood. Uh, anyway. <sighs> if you could get a like a, an actual hood rather than a – like that comes over oh, like, and, <laughs> like a cowl. Yeah, yeah. Then it might be worth yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Because then right. you could look like a uh, – Like Assassin's uh, Creed or something. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Ty, Ty has actually <laughs> said that he might, he might share his with me because he, he's never bought his PhD robes. Oh, really? And so he, if he ever buys those, maybe he'd pass his – Master. Anyway, neither here nor there, but yes, they should give you more than just a microfiber <laughs> cloth. I, Congratulations. I, I, it, said, like, it said, so it had a, like a little YouTube, uh, the icon of YouTube on it, and then a... Uh, a, a channel? Yeah. No, just not a channel. Just, just the YouTube, YouTube icon. sponsoring our graduations now. And Weird. it was literally, it's like a four by three microfiber cloth, and then they gave us a pen with a stylus on the end that just said Weber State on it. And I was like... <laughs> I spent forty plus grand on yeah. my education, and all I got was this pen and a microfiber cloth. <laughs> and a piece of paper. A stylus this is pen. Some bullshit, <laughs> and a piece of t- piece of paper. Um, outside of that, uh, I've used pretty much The Walking Dead as my kind of break in between homeworks. 
Um, Which has been funny to watch you on like the chat, on the group chat, to just be like, every periodic, periodically it's like, either <laughs> no. accounting sucks, or... <laughs> Holy hell, that shit cray. Yeah, uh, you know, like, like, it's just funny. I can tell exactly which one he's doing. Or a full line of exclamation yeah. points where I'm like, I don't want to spoil <laughs> things, but this, this shiz is yeah. cray, dude. Like, and I had, there were a couple of them that I had to, like, ask. Which one is this? Which one's crazy? Is it accounting? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't is imagine it's that nuts. Out, yeah. Or is a zombie eating your face? Right. Yeah, I can tell what you, yeah, it was pretty fun. So it was, uh, I was using Walking Dead, and then my other kind of break in between stuff was It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and that is kind of the perfect um, balance to like the misery of <laughs> I've got to watch that. Final it sounds like something I would love. Because it's, it's so irreverent that you can't help but kind of just be relieved that you're not living their life. <laughs> uh, Which may be the relief that I need. That's nice. It, it's so funny. Um, but I finished uh, Infamous Second Son. Not, which fa- which that is, impressed me. It's crazy because like, I played through probably 98% of the game prior to finals week starting. Right. <laughs> And, in fact, prior to, like, two or three, like, the first four days I had the game, which were the first four days it was out, I did 98% of the game. And then I was like, wow. I don't have time for this. i got to do homework. Wow. So I've been doing homework. Self-control. And it was, like, totally, totally cast aside. And then, uh, what, two days ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish Infamous. Probably have a couple hours left. I had 30 minutes left. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was like. And that was it. <laughs> why did I just finish this? Congratulations. So, um, well done, Sucker Punch. Uh, that was a fantastic game. I I would highly recommend it. I mean, there were a lot of like critiques on the game and criticism like that was th- being thrown around saying it wasn't next gen enough. I totally disagree. I think that I think the idea of saying like something's not next gen enough is absurd. Like if the game plays well, right? I mean, their complaint was it plays just like the PS3 game does. And that kind of there's way, nothing wrong with want. the controls. So right. who cares? Like leave the controls alone. I don't need. I don't know what I don't even know what you're looking for when right. you say it's not. You have next to breathe enough. into the controller too. Right. I mean the <laughs> the fly. graphics are <laughs> the best graphics I've seen in a video game, bar none. Like no contest. I mean, and that's what next gen is to me. It's like your graphics are going up and, and the story continues right. as to long develop. As, the, as long as the not I mean as long as the controls aren't it. broken, yeah. what are you looking for? So I don't know. Um, other than that, I'm just glad the finals are over, and I'm relieved to be here. I'm glad I'm I get to hang out with you guys today. So. I still feel traumatized, though. I'm going to need more yeah, than just, like, finishing. Finals. Right? I... Yeah, I feel a little, I feel a little broken. <laughs> I feel a little broken after Thanks. finals. So. Yeah. I'm it's just, summertime. I'm, I'm taking a break for a week. One week. And we're back at it. No. Uh, outside of that, I think we're ready to jump into news, and we got a few today. So Yeah, we got tons. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. So, number one, number one for the news. This one's called Big One. It's time. Game Informer and just about everybody else has announced there's a date now for the PS4 firmware upgrade. So, April 30th. Neat. It's here. We've talked about this HDCP strip. You know, like, it's gonna, they're going to take that off, which is nice. Uh, among a dozen other things that are coming along with that firmware upgrade. So, Jeff, tell us how it is. This is a big. I mean, <laughs> this is a seriously a big update. Uh, I think the ability to to edit your videos a little bit easier is going to be huge. Yes, the, the Share Factory, um, I think, is what they call it. Yeah, yeah it's called cool. the Share Factory. And currently, to edit your videos, literally all you have is like time, time like a, a blade that you can cut your video up. Uh, so you can jump between 10, 5, and 1 second in, like, intervals in your video and just slice it up however you want. But that's all you can do. It's, it's very that's it. rudimentary. It's very simplistic. 
Sounds and, like Movie uh, Maker, Windows Movie Maker. Right. It's very hard actually <laughs> to that find. Be because oh. basically what happens is your your PS4 records f- the last 15 minutes of gameplay constantly. It's, uh, it's got a 15-minute nice. window nice. that if you hit share video, it's going to just block out that 15, last 15 minutes of gameplay. And you can go back and pick And your you can go play it back and pick 10 through seconds. it. But you're doing it in 10-second intervals, and it is a pain in the freaking ass to figure out which, which, sec- yeah. which 30 seconds of that 15 minutes you want to <laughs> use. It's a pain. So... Um, so what does this update bring then? Uh, it's just it just totally. It'll let you. I know it'll let you save it to a USB and take it yeah, off, you right? You can save your videos differently, but it also is like a totally redone uh, video editing software. So <clears throat> I'm. I mean, I haven't used it yet, obviously. So I'm not. I'm not. I mean, it could be I, worse. I can't wait to in, see it. In reality, it could be worse. But they've been on a good path. I trust them, and hopefully, the Share Factory ends up being a positive thing. That's what I'm. I, I think I like that idea because I'd be the guy that would export the raw video and then go, right. you know, edit fancy it up, cut. edit it, and yeah. do something to it, and then share it, which would take me an extra day. In the summer, I might get it down to half a day. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Next time we get together for a Let's All Play, um, I want to see it. Should be a lot easier, yeah. Cool. All right, number uh, two, I have one called Pay It Forward and Back Again. This is a news story that you probably saw. Little boy, um, nine-year-old boy in Dallas, Texas, had saved up all of his money for a PS4. So we're Sweet talking about child. 400 to 500 bucks, right? He's got it all saved up, ready to go, and then he hears a news story. I think he said that he was at like 350 he's at So he's nearly there. Yeah, he was almost at the money. Because, I mean, if he'd been there, he would have just bought it. Right, so he's not quite there. Yeah. He was still saving. He sees a news story about uh, a mother and a daughter, I believe, dying in a fire. And so, Jeff, what are you drinking? Workout juice. <laughs> it looked like man, water, right? but yeah, he had it a tastes face. horrible, sorry. <laughs> I was like... I'm talking about death and destruction There's here. Something. <laughs> it was a funky taste. Sorry. So, uh, so the kid got got his money. He's, he hears about somebody dying in a fire and decides. You know, does, I guess he realizes then that there are homes that don't have fire extinguishers, smoke, yeah, smoke alarms, smoke detectors, and so he puts all of his money into buying smoke detectors for like a hundred homes, which was a very noble thing. And and that were spread news stories were done about him uh, all along the uh, area in the county, and then. Within this is the best part of the story, I think. Within like a day or two, enough people commented on the news story and found him and delivered to him a PS4. Like yeah. he got it, and like an extra hundred bucks to go buy more smoke detectors. Good on him. Woo. So good, feel good story. Pushing forward, the uh, this one called the Hall for the PlayStation blog. You know what this is? This is May's list of freebie games for your instant game collection. So if you guys know what's on there. I'll run it down real quick. PS4 gets stick it to the man. Um, PS3 gets Puppeteer, Pro Evolution Soccer, and Skullgirls Encore. And then Vita gets Surge Deluxe and Limbo. So, favorites there? Uh, yeah, have you played any? Has anyone played any of them? also going to... Is it it's only Vita? Um, this good, I don't know. Let me double check. I, I think, think it's a cross-platform. I think that one's cross? I think it's a class, cross-platform I title, would. though. So I think if you get it for the Vita, I you think it, you'll also get the unlock it. for the PS3. That'd be Hopefully. cool. So try because Limbo's cool. I love I love that I, I played it so on, the, on the PC a so lot. Badly. Limbo's, like, shockingly creepy. Yes, with his dark, like, just white and black. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really... Like, the ambiance of the yeah. of the game and, like, the way that it was designed. I, I mean, I, I didn't finish it. It's actually a very difficult game, too. I didn't finish it, but there's a scene I remember where this giant spider comes out that I was like... Yeah. Yep. This is not for me. <laughs> like, yep. Scared the crap out of me. That one's gonna be. That's gonna be good. Um, I'm looking forward to Puppeteers. I think that just sounds like a, a, a fun style of gameplay. Uh, just kind of the idea of being puppet master, I guess. Yeah. Any that you're looking forward to, Rachel? Yeah, uh, just Limbo is the one limbo. I've been wanting to play because I haven't played it. So. 
you probably like Puppeteer as well. I've, I've played cool. through several uh, levels of Puppeteer. It's fun. Um, I, I've been pulled away from it. Right. That's not to say it's not a good game. It was, it was very entertaining, and it's very interesting. Basically, the whole idea is that you're, you're controlling what's happening on stage. Like, you're looking at a stage with curtains and with um, puppets, and you're controlling one puppet in a group of puppets. Um, but, I mean, every, every time the scene changes, the audience applauds. Huh. And it, it feels Yeah, it sounds like a game I could get into. feels very unique. Uh, Stick It to the Man, I think, has had good reviews. It looks next gen enough. Interesting. <laughs> no, I don't. So I don't know. I mean, it's, an, it's another indie game, and I'm more and more like I'm good with indie games being free because I've enjoyed them so much. Right. Prior to us doing our indie game of the week, I hadn't been playing a lot of indie games outside of like I mean, I played Journey and I've played a couple like The Wolf Among Us and different things. But um, I'm learning kind of the charm of indie games. So stick it to the man. I think I like has. Charm. I mean, it has. Uh, a unique kind of quality to it that I think looks interesting. So we'll see. Cool. Well, that's just free stuff. And and like this last one, it'll you know kind of trickle out. And, well, every week one of the new ones will come up. So yeah. tell you, I'll tell you when I grab them. Uh, number four on our news list: the Naughty Epidemic. So uh, Todd Stashwick was there um, doing a role for the uh, for one of the Uncharted's, right? Yeah, he was only in there for like six months, and then so he was the voice of the teaser that came out. Oh, the teaser, the, right? The PS4 release. He was the voice. Like, he's the villain for Uncharted 4. Well, it was, because now they've recast it, and now he's left and gone over to Visceral with Amy Hennig, who we've talked about, who's the other Naughty Dogger. She's uh, the writer. Writer, so yeah. Like it's, the lead writer. She's moved on. We know that she's doing something Star Wars. And now, what else is the other one? Oh, so Nate Wells also announced that he's working for Giant Sparrow, the guys that made Unfinished right. Swan. So it's like this exodus, and so... What's your take? Is this is this a mass exodus from Naughty Dog? Something happened and everyone's just like fleeing ship, or is this the case of Naughty Dog killed it last year with Last of Us and others, and so now headhunters are trying to like pull them out and be like, oh well, they're part of a winning team, come join us for our, you know, they're luring people out. Which do you think it is? Probably the second one. I feel like because like I feel like they're voluntarily leaving. Right. Almost. Sounds like. I mean, they've all got gigs. Right, and then we talked about a couple of weeks ago how they're still like remaining friends, and they're still like going to lunch together. So I feel like there's no hard feelings, and there's no there's nothing wrong. So I just feel like they're trying to branch out more and spread the happiness of great games. So it's the best way you can say that. It's the Naughty Dog goodness just spread. What do you think, Jeff? So I think um, it does seem like they're leaving on on good terms. Right, but I think that. Even with them leaving on good terms, like this is a very bad sign for Uncharted Four. I mean, oh, right, okay. when you think about the implications of like, I mean, the guy that's been playing the villain, uh, Todd Stashwick, right? Assume you can assume, I think, safely probably that he's been in and already done motion capture. Yeah, he's possibly. already done voice capture. We know that Naughty Dog, the way that they uh, put their video games together, is that. Motion capture happens at the same time a lot of times as voice capture because they're using the facial recognition sense. software to be able to map out the face of their characters. Um, so to recast that, means I think a to lot recast that rework. for, I mean, you're looking at months of work kind of thrown down right. the drain. I mean, if right. you if you have to bring in a new villain, because it doesn't say that he finished his role. It, it looks like he he bounced midway yeah. through. Yeah. So you've got to redo all of that stuff. So any any work that he did with other actors, you're probably pulling in other actors so that he has someone to talk to mm. and someone to work with um, so that they can react kind of against each other. 
Uh, so you're afraid of the effect on the so overall? The thing is, it's important, I think, to, to recognize that this is Naughty Dog, so whatever they put out is going to be good. But it's also, I think, worth considering that this pushes back whatever expected release date oh, was yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Like, I would be shocked if, the, if we see Uncharted at all in 2015, even. Like, Do you think it'll push it that far? I, I, mean, I think it might push it to like a spring or a fall of 2016 ouch, um, yeah. at this point, just because... I mean, that gives me plenty of time to they work lost, on things. Right? I, yeah. I mean, up. they lost their their writer, their director, and their lead villain, mm-hmm. and the lead artist. Like that's that's yeah. a lot of yeah. people to lose. At what point does Naughty Dog stop being Naughty Dog? Maybe it's right. Just I mean, once once that attrition happens, sure they're gonna get replaced. But like, there's a there's a Naughty Dog that was there for it and did it. I don't know. It's well, interesting. I, I, I almost wonder if they knew if they knew that this was gonna happen. And they didn't want to announce anything, but I wonder if Sony was like, we own you guys, and we need to be saying that we have an Uncharted coming out. And that's why they released a teaser in the first place. Because the reality they knew is, they were if this stuff split. was happening right. right now, and they hadn't announced a teaser in November, no one it would be looking be forward story. to it. Yep, it's true. It wouldn't it's be true. a story at all. And I wonder if mm. Sony was like, hey, we need to say that we have an Uncharted coming on, onto the PS4, so you guys make this announcement today. And they were like, do whatever you uh, can between now and then. Okay. Yeah, because they never announced their release date. I mean, they had all they had this huge window, but I could see that because they teased it, people expect progress, and this is a pretty big bump in that progress. So I mean, those are my thoughts. And next week we'll update on who else leaves. Okay, number five. Uh, This is not an LBK news segment without a little bit of the rumor rumor mill. So coming from B10, an insider at Bioware was a friend of a friend. Let his friend know and kind of led him to believe that Mass Effect 4 was in the works and that we might see it by spring. He was dropping hints like, you might want to catch up on the trilogy before next spring. So lots of speculations and assumptions. We'll know, I think by E3 they'll say something. So we've got about a month before we find out for sure, but it could just be like somebody typing things up for clickbait. Yeah, with a game this big, you kind of would expect – I mean they – this is pretty. They rumor, have rumor. to build hype. I mean, yeah. Bioware is. I mean, if you watch the way that they put out their ads and built up this, you know, kind of bubble of communication and buzz about Mass Effect Three, like that was a year out. They were playing stuff at the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, yes. It was huge. And so, if it's true, if it is, if it's actually coming in the spring, we'll see it at E3, and I could not be happier. Like, yeah. Right. It oh could my be very gosh. Cool. You guys need to play Mass Effect. I'm getting see again. I've got I've got I've got time now got to get caught up. I know. Hey, that's how I feel too. Summer's here, and I'm just gonna I'm knock out so many series. <laughs> Summer's here. Disgusting. Yep. In fact, we should probably move this show to like twice a week so we can get, right. catch up with I each of us. I don't even need friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. So here are a couple other uh, titles we wanted to mention, of course, because they're newsworthy. Minecraft, the PS4 and Vita, expected by September, so it's it's coming. That'll be a next gen Minecraft. <laughs> Anything you want to add on that one? Next gen's eight bit Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, that's like, what do you, what do you, it's not next gen enough. <laughs> what blocks, else can you do with that? So I, I, I played a little bit actually this last week. I played a couple minutes of Fez just to kind of feel it oh, out. Oh, did you? Because I'm, I'm curious. And it's awesome. Like is it? Fez, Fez is very, Mind very block cool. or Minecrafty wish better graphics? So or? no, it's actually like playing a, honestly, kind of the best way to describe it is like playing um, Super Mario 2. Oh, yes, yes. But the, you know, you're looking at a 2D screen that if you hit R2, flips it to the yeah. other. Oh. So everything has become 3D, but you move between the You flip all the way around. Oh, all you move between the dimensions with R2. And uh-huh. so, like, 
if I'm looking at a tree and I hit R2, I'm on the other side of the tree now. Like the perspective of the world has shifted. Nice. It's a very, very See, I'm, cool, I'm looking forward to that. It's a very, very, very cool, cool. game. Cool. Um, when, when I get to choose my next indie game. But it's and kind of goofy and... That sounds like a Paper Mario for the Wii. That's right, right, where like you switch and you go yeah, this that's way. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. like to try that. Have you played it then? Have you? Yeah. yeah? No, not Fez. You have Fez. Just okay. But that's 8 bit as well. Uh, the argument could be made oh, it's not next gen enough. Yeah. But but it's, <laughs> it's cool. And that, that's the point, right? Like, yeah. That, people don't play Minecraft because it looks like real life. Block sheet. Right. It's. Yeah. It's, the, it's the creation style, okay. Uh, so that's coming by September. Another Yay. news here, Sony reports 7 million PlayStation 4 consoles sold worldwide. I think when we first hit the news, it was 5 million, so Still we've been killer. rushing, just going. In fact, I'm expecting this summer, you know, as we keep doing this podcast and I keep, you know, working on, say working on my wife, that sounds wrong, um, really like working towards encouraging her to, to let me get a PS4, I, I may join that 7 million. I don't know. It's what about honestly, you, Rachel? Are you going to make it? Um, I actually think I'll probably get a Vita before I get That's right. You've been saying that. Just because it's close enough. I got an idea. And I'm always Before we get go. the Vita, buy a couple of smoke detectors. Right. The Vita will come really and a PS4 is. will All come. All I need to do is find something that needs yes. money and be like, Join oh, the cause. saving up for a <sighs> yes. PS4. Actually, you know what we should do? We should start uh, a Patreon where people can donate based on how many episodes we do. So it's, like, it's like crowdfunding per episode. Or per or per month, and so you and it's it's just kind of this loyalty program of sorts. It's just like you know what for Patreon followers, w- you know, we're, our goal is to get X number of dollars per month for us to sustain the podcast, to buy new equipment, to buy our own equipment, whatever it is, and people can donate a uh, little bits of cash, even if it's a dollar a show or twenty five cents a show. Or cool. and then that in that could be like a PS4 slash Vita for Rachel. I'm sure our, our our loyal listeners would be all for that. They'd be like, you know what, I want to know what she would. Actually, for her, I don't think they'd do anything I'll for us. I'll bet if Rachel asked nicely, yeah. he would get it for her. Please. Yeah, right? Please. <laughs> back, She's batting her eye. Can, can I get that on camera? There it is. I'm kidding, but however. Give him, a, give him an eye bat right there. <laughs> kidding. Okay. Awkward. <laughs> or if we just reach the money, you guys shave off your eyebrows. How about that one? That always, <gasps> always works. Yeah. I'd be up for that. Yes. I would do. I mean, eyebrows I can get back, right? <laughs> redheads don't get their eyebrows back. <laughs> I'm, I'm fortunate to even have colored eyebrows. Yes, yes. You uh, however, so spoiler alert, I'm a redhead, and these eyebrows, the they don't have, come back. I didn't have <laughs> visual, like, Seeable eyebrows till I was eighteen. So wow, yeah. I and, mean, they were and there. That was because that the was mascara helped fill it. They in, were right? there, but it was like. Speaking of, there's I somebody mean, on our staff. If you haven't known, that fills in his, his very nice bushy beard with with color. I know Shut someone up. who does that. Seriously, as well. I would do that. I mean, look at look at what I've started here. You I, know, I was going to point out that you guys have great beards going on. I uh, see this is like some a week and a half. From Drew and yeah. got every Jeff's every night. Red I, every night I kiss the kids goodnight. It's like. Dad, shave Stop. your beard. <laughs> yeah, they hate it. And I'm like, it's the same sa- sh- like length as my hair now. I can. This is great. So can I can I say something real <laughs> yeah, fast? And then we'll we finish our news and then so, we'll be on. Uh, the 7 million PlayStation 4s, what's yeah. really interesting about this story is that in March, Sony outsold Microsoft. Two to one, right? Despite the fact that they had <laughs> Titanfall. Right, right. And that they were doing a Titanfall bundle for four ninety nine with it Titanfall. 50 bucks off, yep. Then they dropped it fifty yep. bucks to three fifty with Titanfall, They're which trying. basically made the Xbox cheaper <laughs> than the PS four. Yep. And Sony still outsold them. That's crazy. <laughs> like if that if that is telling if anything is telling of that, like the direction <laughs> that the industry is moving and that the that really like Microsoft needs to like reevaluate their approach to like getting gamers. I think that does it because Titanfall was supposed to blow right, everything supposed, right, out of the water. Right. So 
I genuinely think the only thing that would lead me towards Microsoft again is free gold. Because honestly, right. that's where... That's, cause you that was my, deci- that you was just, my deciding yeah. factor. Well, like, uh, their gold, not only was it not uh, free, but they weren't giving away anything for it. Like, right. With like PS Plus. So even if you do yep. get gold, all you get is internet access. Boo. Right. With PS Plus, <laughs> you're getting six free games a month right. that are like... Good yeah. legitimate games. I mean, last month yeah. we had t- we got Tomb Raider for free. And um, is gold and is gold the same price as PS Plus, like fifty bucks yeah, a year? It's I think it's sixty. It's okay, 60. so it's not that much more. So but it's interesting though. But yeah, all my friends still. Speaking send me of messages. that though, our last little bit we wanted to throw in the news was that the PS4 versus Xbox One battle is good for gamers, says Sony. Which Sony being the the, the winning team on right. that, I guess. Yeah, but it makes sense. That is good for gamers to have this kind of back and forth battle because in the end. Kind of battle. Kind of, we all we all win because they're trying to outdo one another. Right. For Dropping consumers. prices, yeah, exactly. Well, kind I mean, of. what happens when one of them disappears entirely? Then what? Do we yeah. Do? So this came from uh, Shuhei Yoshida, uh, oh, right. who's the uh, PlayStation president of the worldwide Sony Studios. Uh, he said competition's always healthy. It's best for the industry and consumers, and I I totally agree. Um, Anytime I wish there was a little more competition. Like it seems, except we're one-sided, Marketing but still, it feels like anything. right. Um, Not much competition. But I mean, because of this, that's part of why Sony's had so many great like indie games this this yeah. generation yeah. so far. Um, they have really. I saw a chart the other day that showed um, the number of games that Xbox One has come out and the number of games that uh, Sony's PS4 has put out. And with indie games, it's almost like a three-to-one ratio that wow. Sony's putting out more games and. Uh, they've they've really embraced kind of the indie over culture, there. and when you, I mean, like when you play Resogun, like you understand why that makes sense now. Like because when I first heard I it, it, when they were like, "Yeah, we're going to be pushing indie games like crazy," I was like, "I want triple A games." <laughs> but the reality is, like, if you've got ten, twenty, thirty minutes to kill, and that's all you've got, yeah, yeah. dude, Resogun is a blast. Like right. that is such a fantastic way to kill a few minutes. Um, yeah. And that's that's kind of what I've seen with indie games is like they have their place and they do come with a certain amount of charm. And we need to move on because we've got a lot more to cover in 20 right. minutes. And we, and we can totally do that. That so is the news. Rachel. Yay. Let's kick it, let's kick it over to you, dude. Cool. Beans. Okay, so... Rachel takeover from this point on. We have some new releases. I love the awkward transitions to Rachel's every time. It's like, it's like I got to pause so you can cut it. It's fantastic. Wait. Okay. So, okay. New releases. April 29th is The Amazing Spider-Man 2, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle, Raiden 4, Overkill, and Daylight also comes out that day. On April 30th, we have Child of Light. Yes. Uh, brought to us by Ubisoft or Ubisoft or Uba. It's interesting Uba. that they, it's, it's interesting that Child of Light comes out on a Wednesday. That's weird. That is kind of weird. Um, normally the releases are on Tuesdays, uh, but it's also kind of cool that you got Daylight and Child of Light, both How? of which I'll be picking up. Right. Um, one thing I also noticed about Daylight too is we we're also kind of making fun of it, kind of like, oh, it's in the daylight. How scary can it be? However, you're inside, and lights don't always work inside. So yep, even right. though it's daylight, it can still be... And we talked about it, like, we were first worried that it was just rated T for teen, and yeah. now since it's come out as M, it's right? M. So it can be so, scary, and we'll, we'll keep you posted we'll on when we out. play that. So and yes. there's also, i got to say this, too, and it hasn't totally been clarified, but apparently if you're watching someone play daylight on Twitch, there is some way that you can interact with the gameplay as a viewer. Ooh, so I, I don't chills. know, like... 
this is we talked about this very early on in the yeah. podcast that with the PS4 uh, and Twitch, you were going to be able to like push scares into a game, right? Like that's something that we talked about being a possibility. That was about daylight. So, so it they've mentioned happen. it several times since that you'll be able to do things within daylight to kind of invoke uh, be interesting fear in the player. Right, right. So, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I, and from the technical side, I, I wonder about just lag. Like, how far behind is your live stream from your actual gameplay? And so how really interactive can it be? Right, yeah, I don't know. But we'll I'm, I, find yeah, out. Unless, I don't know, I guess, I mean, you play lots of multiplayer stuff, so maybe there's a way just to, like, Twitch on your PS4 versus Twitch on a PC. Maybe there's less yeah. of it, like, anyway, exciting. <laughs> it's all geekery <laughs> so to me. So we'll figure it out. So, uh, Child of Light's on April 30th, May. Then we just jump right into May. So May 20th, we have Mugen Soul Z and Alfo, Al- Alfo. Alfo. Also, Wolfenstein, the that new order. That cool. um, Is there a bizarre love triangle with that one? Sorry, yeah. new order, Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was way off. So, <laughs> forget how old I am. Thanks, sir. April 21st is uh, Drakengard 3 by Square Enix. So, I, I don't know about 2 yeah, or 1, but that. Square Enix is cool. And then April, or May 27th is the ever off. so waited for Watch Dogs. Which I haven't yeah, heard yeah. a whole lot about, also but then you Ubisoft, played. Ubisoft, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. You were playing something in the in the cat cave the other day uh, from Watch Dogs, yes. like how it was going to be hackery and driving around and, and the interaction and the mobile interaction. And that yeah, it looks, looks crazy. I want to play it so Basically, badly. Basically, the, the multiplayer and the single player happen like seamlessly. So if I'm playing my single player game and walking down the street, someone might just show up in my game like they they can put like hits out on you or they can put like um like contracts into, yeah, yeah contracts basically out to get you so you could be walking through the game and all of a sudden like you you notice on your phone like that someone's like hacking your phone or like someone's um doing a facial scan on you and you can react to that and you actually end up like in car chases with other people that are, it's like a multiplayer scenario within a single player within game. A single player game so yeah. it will either be amazing and be just this whole new kind of approach to multiplayer, or it'll be horrible. So I'm excited. <laughs> In to May, see we'll which let one you know. Right, yeah. we'll figure it out. Apparently, they're also going to have like an app where uh, you, this even if you're wild. just on your phone, yeah. can control like a helicopter. So say you get an alert that someone's being looked for. So like. Oh, Rachel's playing Watch Dogs, and the cops are looking for her. I can hop on my phone, get in a helicopter, and start searching for you with a spotlight. And if I can keep my spotlight on you long enough, the police will surround you and arrest you. Ooh. But if you can get away, then you win. It's pretty cool. Sounds hard, but in the best way possible. Yeah. Right, right. It, it almost adds that AI that we talk about by having your friends join in on yeah, that's true. the, the uh, NPC. Are you, are you planning on playing Watch Dogs? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So how do you, so I'm curious then, Rachel, for you, because like you have this, as a completionist, you have this like huge backlog. Jump into Mass Effect. I have to play the first two. Right. You have like this huge backlog of games. So like, how do you decide, like you're a completionist, right? But you've jumped out of Uncharted for a while now. I know. You jumped out of Uncharted to get back into GTA. So like, Ugh. how do you decide... I still have nightmares about it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play Watch Dogs when it comes out. But in order to do that, I have to get X, Y, and Z done first. Is that is that something you do? Or do you just say, I've been wanting to play Watch Dogs, so I'm going to abandon these other games it's for a It's also a break thing, which is kind of what I plan to do with the Uncharted uh, okay. series. So I'm going to beat the first one. I'm going to get a Nino Cooney. We'll play the second one again. 
It's all about timing. It's a sequential thing. You just gotta time it perfectly. And plus it's summer, so I'll be able to knock games out in like weeks. As sad as that is, I remember I beat Red Dead Redemption over spring break in like two days. Wow. My hands were cramping. I kid you not. I wish I had that kind of time. So. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll get it. You it was spring break sleep. and I was sick, yeah, right. so I'm like, let's go. That's awesome. nice. Didn't nice. leave my couch. Well, a lot of good stuff coming up then on the new so releases. It's, so. so it's a, uh, it's a, uh, you just gotta. Prior, is it is it a prioritization thing? Lots or of is coin like, flipping as well. Okay. Whichever <laughs> one's at sense. my convenience also helps too. <laughs> nice. Very cool. So I'll get to Watch nice. Dogs when I get to Watch 26. Dogs. So before know, we get right? to Watch Dogs, so. I think we should get into The Walking Dead. We've got enough time to just to drill it what? in and talk all about the dead. It's our indie game of the week. Do we have a jingle for that? It's the indie game, the indie game. And that will be it. That's the <laughs> indie game of the week. Put some echo on that. Cute. Okay, so indie game of the week. We have, uh, last week it was The Walking Dead episode one, but we, for Drew's sake, <laughs> I guess our sake, hey. we decided to knock out two through five. Two through five. So we did episodes two through five, start for help. Um, the Long Road, Around Every Corner, and the final No Time Left. No Time Left. So if you don't know anything about the Walking Dead series, it is published by Telltale Games, which also did The Wolf Among Us, and they plan to do a Borderlands Chronicle series in the future. Also Game of Thrones. Also Game of Thrones. In the same kind of style, right? I mean, that yeah. seems, yeah. Right. Okay. So okay. the directors are kind of a bunch of guys, but the main one that I saw um, numerous times was Sean Vadiman, also Jake Rodkin. The writers were also Sean Vadiman, Mark Darren, and Gary Witta, and they actually take turns, took turns. So like Writing Sean, s- seasons or episodes? Each episode. Each episode. So yeah. like Sean did one of them, and then Mark did another one, and then like, so it was like Gary did another one. I'll write the story to this point, and then you take it whatever way you want to take it, and that's cool. Oh, yeah, cool. so that's what they did. Kind of, I don't know, it kind of kept it different, too. I mean, mm-hmm. there wasn't similarities. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So composer, that's, that's interesting, because I thought about it? that. Like I was like... Most each there, one they changed the location. There were episodes where I felt like it was it felt l- different, and, and that that's, would be why. That's cool. All right. Just completely different. And maybe writer. because you have all these choices to make, maybe there's something that they because they had to write scenarios for each of like how you treat each person. Mm-hmm. There gets to be this kind of connectivity between them, even though different writers because they have to explore. Yeah, right. So yeah, kind of um, interesting. The composers were Jared Emerson Johnson. He also did music for The Wolf Among Us. And although I did like the music, it was very repetitive, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the mm-hmm. same tune over and over again, which is okay. And I think that's different in The Wolf Among Us. And cool. Later in the podcast, eventually, probably we'll get around to that as well. Um, cool. So um, the controls we talked about kind of last time, but the best way to explain it was just lazy gameplay. So it's just like X to shoot and control, which is why I had such a hard time with like going back to Uncharted, because I was like, I have to aim now? There's so many buttons. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. So it's mainly just X and then a couple of like constant X tapping motions, but besides that, it was it wasn't really fairly straightforward. Yeah, right. the hardest lazy gameplay. Yeah, that's like the best way to explain it. Um, so the story is a choose your own ending. There were a couple of times where I wanted to tear up. I don't know about a couple of times. So it was my friend explained it. It was that it's a choose your own story, but I mean it. It's still a really linear game. Right, it's right. still as the weird story. as that sense. Yeah, you feel. I think. I think the point is that you feel like a you're douche. you're making all. <laughs> yeah, eventually. But like every choice like is like right. kill this one, kill that one. <laughs> right. But you feel like your choices matter, and that's that's what's important. It doesn't matter that the game's linear. What matters is that you feel like your choices are affecting <laughs> what's happening. Um, and and at a, at a, for a certain length of it, and, and I know I'm the dissenter. 
but I played. But at a certain time, I did feel like, okay, yes, I'm making this choice, but what is it going to affect? Like, yes, it's going to matter because every time it pops up at the screen, Kenny's going to remember your loyalty. Right. right. right? So I, I always found myself kind of thinking, well, wh- which is this one going to come back? Like, you know, uh, is this one which going one to matter? Is it just going to be another cutscene that's like, so a lot of you made Clementine eat a human or you didn't? It doesn't change what happens after that, right? right. I mean, does, at some point, she doesn't totally leave you. You still get those choices. So. For me, I, I think I probably just on the logistic, like logical side, right. rationale. I was just like, okay, I'm going to make this choice because this, you know, morally, this is what feels right. So right. I think the main points of the story are going to be the same regardless. But kind of all the things on the peripheral. Yeah, it's all. It is. It's are, all this are the banter. things that you can influence. So really quick, um, you're the main character's name is Lee. You find this eight-year-old girl named Clementine. She basically becomes your family. You know, she becomes like your daughter in a sense, almost. You take care of her. You meet a bunch of people. So you meet Kenny at the beginning, and he pretty much sticks with you for a good majority of it. Um, you eat a bunch of people. You eat a bunch of people. <laughs> you kill a bunch of people. Lots of people die. Lots of people survive. You basically get to choose how they die, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but you meet tons of people. Like, you meet Chuck, and you meet Omid, and Ben, and Claire, or, you know, Lily, a bunch of people. So, yeah. And then... You get to choose whether or not you want to be an honest person, a good person, a lying douche, or pretty much. I just yeah. Step by step. Yeah. Just when you, when step you, you said, make. like, uh, you know, you meet Clementine and you basically become family and she kind of becomes your daughter. The first thing I thought was, like, well, unless you're a dick to her and then she's kind of just your ward that you're right. kind of tasked with just babysitting. The, the mean babysitter guy. But there's still some loyalty So there. I guess first right? of all, like, we should we should say, like, this is obviously – Indie Game of the Week comes with spoilers, so oh, yeah. be ready yeah. for that. Um, <laughs> that was part of my my jingle. Indie Game, Indie Game, watch out, we're going to spoil it. Right, perfect. <laughs> yep. um, but Patent it. On, on your point about, like, you know, do the things you do to Kenny affect anything? And also Kenny actually, Kenny is one of the few people in the game that the things that you do throughout the game do affect it's, what happens towards the end of the right, game. Right, right. And maybe, uh, that, and maybe that's part of it. It's just that it all kind of unfolds at the end. Certain things are not available or not available. come out in the last episode a ton. That, ma- so that makes sense. Yeah. You're looking at, like, um, in the end of the second episode, for example, you, and I put this in my notes as, as one of my, that I liked the way that they tied this together, is you come across a, a vehicle that's been abandoned in the woods. The lights are still on. Yep. Um, the engine's not running, but the car is full of food. And you guys are there. It. Beep, beep, beep. And the... Right, and so Kenny and everybody's like, "We're taking this food." Well, I chose not to. Because I, I, Clem, I took it. I was like, "Did you?" I, I, I don't know where these people are. I also chose I, so not to. You, you chose not. Wow, I am an so, ass. Yeah. You I'm turned so, it down, or you took yeah, it? Yeah, I turned it down. Okay, so you have to Rachel, but, but you're trying to not steal. Right, but your team, your 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 crew takes it. Takes anyway. it anyway. Yeah. Right. yeah, but you. So me and Clementine said we didn't want to take it. Anyway, the group takes the food and. In the last episode, that becomes kind of the the turning point. That one moment of the game is kind of the turning point of the entire thing. Because you run into the owner of that. Well, the, so again, spoilers, people. Right, yeah, but know. in the end, better uh, right now. So, like in episode three, um, you find out that Clementine's been talking to someone on the walkie-talkie. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right, so right. you find that out. And so he basically, the person on the walkie-talkie basically follows you to Savannah, where you end up taking the train to, and he basically meets you there. And, and he's kind a of, sketchy dude who right. cons- yeah. is like right. constantly contacting this eight-year-old girl. <laughs> yep. That's who, sketchy. Who, anytime you jump on the radio, 
he he gets off. Yep. Like who the hell is this? What's going on? Who are you? And, and then stop. it's just yep. empty. Yep. So he's talking. He That's he's sketchy. yeah. He's essentially talking Clementine, and um, you kind of forget about him a little bit, like in the fourth episode. But then again, he comes back at the end. And right. You Do you even of, hear from him in the third? Uh, the very end. You hear? F- no. You don't. You don't. Because you just hang out with Molly yeah. and stuff. And then it's. But you do have the walk. It's probably because Lee, conf- after he finds that out, he confiscates the walkie-talkie. Yeah, and then that's a good dad look. To Clem when they get back to the house. He doesn't right. get back. He leaves man. it on the. Oh right, right, right. So yeah, so that basically happens. But it turns out that the guy on the walkie-talkie, you find out in episode five, that is the guy, and all the stuff in the car belonged to him and his family. And basically, you taking all that stuff from the car ruined, destroyed his family. Destroyed his family. So. And then Kill or you be find. killed, eat or be eaten. Did you look in the out. bag? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. So basically, uh, this guy, when you find the car, the dude had taken his son out hunting. Oh, right. And, and left his keys in the and car his son, and the door open. And his son gets lost. His son gets lost. So he comes back home to his wife, and he's like, he's lost. we got to go search for him. So they pack everything into their car, go out to look for him. So it's him and his wife looking for looking their for child when you steal their food. And so, it's, rough. Um, it's a rough business to be in. Yeah. Right. So we can see why marauders it's and bandits. Yeah. So again, uh, he says, "I still would have taken the food, even you, if I knew that. I'd probably still take the food." Yeah. I mean, he says to you um, that his wife left him, but after, I mean, I killed him. Is that even a choice? To uh, kill him or not kill him? I think you kill him. Clementine. In killed fact, him Clementine for me. killed him. Yeah, yeah. He was choking me to death. You have or the something. choice, though. You have the choice to let him live. You can choke him yourself, or you can have Clementine kill him. Yeah, Clem shot him. Clem shot him for me as in well. Mine. Uh, but I looked in like this bowler bag that he was carrying around, and what was weird is like he's talking. There's a scene where he's talking to his wife, and it and it shows the microphone or the uh, walkie-talkie. He's like. Everything's okay, baby. We're like, I'm, I'm bringing Clem back. We're going to be a family again. And I was like, it's weird that he's communicating with his wife through the walkie-talkie. And then I looked in the bowler bag, and it's his wife's head. Yep. And I was like, dude, I'm really glad yeah. that I didn't let. Because he's like, I'm just going to take Clem. And he kind of asks you, like, are you just going to let me do that? <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, so it's good that he didn't get away with Clem. But Not only that, but Clem didn't want to be with him, too. Right, right. And that yeah, was for sure. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so from there, I like the achievement at the very end. It was like, "What's in the bag?" Yeah, <laughs> it's a head. <laughs> Thanks. That's what it was. Congratulations, you achieved the head look. <laughs> right. So yeah, no, it was it was pretty. It's pretty emotional. Like when Chuck. Spoiler alert! But like when Chuck, when you find Chuck's body, I was like, Chuck, no. <laughs> he was on my favorite sewers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because he yeah. like sacrificed himself for you, and then he tries to make it out alive, and then he died. Yeah. He was such a good soul. Yeah, I put down. So I, I don't think it. we should spoil right. the end. Okay, let's right. Not, let's not mention what happens at the very end. Okay. Just know that I cried in front of another man, <laughs> and they were man. Tears. I heard all about it. Yeah. yeah, I was alone, so I didn't cry. I definitely teared up. It was like just those last words, and I was like, "Bull." I, I even like though I knew, even along, though I knew all along, you 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 made choices of who to be friends or who to be loyal to, or, or whether you were p- playing for yourself. I mean, it was kind of like. One of those reality TV shows where, like, Big Brother or something, like, you're all living in a house and you just got to decide which ones are you going to work with and which ones are you going to work against. Yeah. And so, um, like I mentioned in my notes, I had no problem killing Larry. The guy was a dick. I hated him. He like, from the jerk, beginning, he, he had an ugly him. face. And so when he was, like, you know, he had his heart attack and they're, like, arguing whether or not he's going to be alive or dead and you're locked <laughs> in a, lo- a meat locker, I was like... This guy's got to go. Like to me, there was like no emotion Drew's involved. The one that dropped. I was like, lick. I was like, let's just Did smash his head. Kenny? Like, well, Kenny did it, but I, I, 
uh, affirmed it and was like, yes, we got to do this. Kenny, grab that See, thing. I was giving him CPR. And yeah. Really? Smashed his head with the salt lake. No, I was like, do it. Grab it and do it. Because, because for me, and again, I have no emotions. But I was like, logic says you're in a locked room with, you know, with a guy that's Big. most likely dead. And if he's not, he's still a dick. So why not use this opportunity to vo- you know, get rid of the tension in the group? Yeah, Lily will be mad for a bit, but do it, Kenny. Drop that salt lake. Whoop, bam! Right. Yeah, dude, his head splattered yeah. like a bug. Dude. Yeah. It was gnarly. I mean, I, I think I had a little, like, remorse or, you know, a little hesitation. You know, you pull the air conditioner out in that one and, uh-huh. and send Clementine out and through this little tiny hole. And, again, it was logical because, like, she's the smallest one. She's the one that's going to fit. But, but I did have – I want you to know I had a little bit of, like, a hesitation to be like – that's I'm watching after her. I'm sending her out by myself, you know, by herself. Anyway, so so I have to ask all you, through the whole game, you got to do that kind of stuff. Did you kill the St. John's brothers too, just yes. without heartbeat? Yes, I did. Cool. Yes, cool. because again, as soon as I found <laughs> out that everyone? they were feeding, and for me, it was like Kenny's been good to me so far. So it was you know, Cat and Duck, and I like these people, but Larry had been a prick. Um, the St. John's brothers, I thought they were good guys, you, you know, because I I had I had I think I'd read one of your notes uh, before I started playing the episode, and I was like. Oh yeah, you meet the St. John brothers. So so I knew that I once I met them that they might be part of the story for a while. And then when I found out that they were like chopping up Mark and feeding him to you, I How was long like, did it take you to figure figure out that something was wrong though. <sighs> when was your My my first inclination is when uh, you go out with um Danny or uh, I think it's one of them. One of them the you campsite. go out to the campsite. That woman crazed woman shows up and and I can tell she's crazy, but it was it was the point where you pick up the camera um and and it says something like, you know, it's out of batteries. Oh, it's not working and he, the other, you know, the St. John's brother goes, oh, good. And I got that sense there that there's something I'm not supposed to see. Mm-hmm. And then you kill that woman and you come back and there, the, did you kill starts, the woman? No, he did. Okay. He did. Yeah. I, can't, I can't shoot a lady. Thing, I didn't have, I didn't have enough, I didn't have enough backstory on that one. Well, yeah, I was going to say, and then like, so like. So episode two is about can- about cannibals. Um, Which is just, I mean, just weird. Right. It's like the sweet southern family. Ah, come on, dude, in, get I, you some food. Episode see, three is about how train. nice they were. Is, is yeah. I got red flags because they were so sweet and so nice. As soon as they started being nice to me, hey, we got tons of food. Come back to. I was like, something, really? something's weird. Something is something's off. I was I was like uncomfortable that entire episode. Not I mean expecting. Not until the camp scene for me. Expecting something to happen. And that's when, like, I was like... I was like, bring everybody over. Let's move in. episode when I mentioned, like, yeah, it's kind of like the road. That's yeah, what I was talking about. Because yeah. I was like, these people are chopping people up. And it's kind of funny because, like, on the cannibal side, I've, I've said in the past, like, if I were trapped on Mount Everest and I was starving to death and I knew that if I could survive for another day uh, that rescuers would get to me and say I'm there with my friend and my friend died, I would probably eat a piece of my friend to Donner stay alive. Party. Like I'm cool with cannibalism if it means survival right, right. and if I'm not killing someone for it. Which Oh, oh, so it's after they that, die you're okay with that. And that freaks a lot of people. Okay, like, yeah. Right or wrong, like I don't think the Donner Party are cannibals. Like after getting out of a situation, I don't think they would keep being cannibals. Like Oh, right, right, right. They're cannibals when they need to be and then they're probably going to go back to livestock and plants. <laughs> once they're they not no going to be raising people to Yeah. Like so there's like this fine line where I'm like, and it's not that I'm comfortable with it, like. But at least you could see a feasibility. Of I could possibly. see a time where I could see a time where it would be appropriate, but I can't ever see like killing people to eat them. And so like in this game, they're like harvesting. It's like they're keep, like full out luring really people though. in with bread. Yes. And then chopping your friend up and feeding him to you. Right. And keeping him alive because he tastes see, better. If he's my red that. flag was when you were fixing the fence and then it turns back on. 
Like, so yeah. it almost makes me think they did it on purpose so Mark would get injured so they can start eating him. And plus, I've just seen Sweeney okay. Todd way too many times. So when I knew these guys were, like, well off, I was like, hey, what, what has musicals taught me? <laughs> Meat pies are actually people. I didn't so, even think of Sweeney Todd. I should yeah. have. That's ideal. That's yep. what I thought of. But, yeah, yeah. Once, that, once that fence got turned back on, it makes me think that, like, oh, that was a little too coincidental. We turn, turned it off for you. Yeah. Yes. So that was episode two. Episode three is you get on a train and um, some unfortunate things happen to Kenny. Yes. You know, he loses basically everyone. And then around yes. every corner, you meet this girl named Wait. Molly. Oh, In episode three, too, right? Like, isn't that when uh, Lily shoots Claire in the face? Oh, yeah. And Jeff left Freaking. Lily. I left Lily high and dry. I kept her. I would have. So, of course, I made kill ours. I was like, you're staying here. They got yep. my van and drove off. I already smashed your dad's head in with the salt right. lick. See, oh, I didn't bye. do that. I tried to save it, but then he shot really? Claire after she gave me a kiss on the cheek. And I was like, Psh, peace. Yep. So what's funny for me, too, is, like, she's still, she's still left in mind. She just took, once you get to the train, she just takes the RV and she drives off. Does happens. she, does still she steal it? Does she say, I'm taking well, this and leaves? What or? happens is, like, you tie her up and you let her sit in the back and Kenny has, like, a gun to her the whole time. Then once you get on the train, Kenny doesn't want anyone to be left alone with her, so he makes everyone leave the RV. And then you go into the RV to get the pencil to read the instructions. Yeah. A but then when you grab the pencil and you turn around, she, like, untied herself and she's like, okay. She tells you, she's like, I'm taking the RV. And then you can either tell her not to, you can say you're going with her, or you can, like, hit her, I think. So it's like, I was like, okay, I'll go with you. And so let me get Clem. So you leave to go get Clem. And she takes off. And then she drives off. No way. Yeah. Cool. So, yep. Yeah, that's how it was for me. Bye-bye. And then you also find out that someone's been talking to Clem at the very end. And I was like, ooh. Right there. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Yeah, you meet more characters, Omid and Krista, and fun stuff. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I think for me personally, like I, I would highly recommend this game. So if you're thinking about getting into uh, The Walking Dead, if if you're not averse to zombies, right, um, right. it's definitely something like, uh, that is worth. <laughs> it's definitely something that's worth the uh, the change that it costs to to get the game. It's what like four ninety nine an episode. Right. I think right. totally worth it. I think so, too. And plus, like I said, it was like lazy gaming. If you just want something that's flex and something but a rock and roll decision-making-wise, because like I said, it kind of changed my perspective. This is good. Kind of, sort of. Changes, changes life, thoughts, what if. Right? Like, this is why I don't want children. <laughs> <laughs> good thing you guys are on that one already. Yeah, Congrats. yeah, it's good. It's good. No, I, I think that um, I'm actually... I think I could probably handle Wolf Among Us because it has more of a fantasy side yeah. to it, and I think I could... Uh, and I did play that first demo. Um... So, gameplay, yeah. The, Two out of three. Yeah, right? I, I, I could do gameplay, and then I, I think I could do the, the Wolf Among Us style. Again, I don't love zombies, and so for me it's just like... I think you, I think you would I, like the Wolf Among Us. So I, th- I think that's probably where, where I would go with my money, but uh, again, that's just because I'm averse to zombies. Yeah, I think, and so having played both, um, I mean, I've played all the episodes so far of uh, the uh, the Wolf Among Us, and... I've loved it. Like it's it's a totally different story, totally different world. Right. Um, totally. Still that idea of choose your own adventure. Yeah. Still those moments of like, what the hell? And and the the truth is, they've done much better with the Wolf Among Us than they did with this The Walking Dead. Episode, like really? the urgency that is felt in oh. the Wolf Among Us is 
much more significant. Like, um, you know, there are several times in the game where you have choices that you have to make and the timer's going down. Yeah. Like, The Wolf Among Us, you barely have time to read all yeah, the options. Yeah, that's what I remember. You have to, like, pick fast. Like, it's like... Yeah, that's what I remember from the playing The urgency that is, like, like through the roof. I don't have um, time for that. And... It, I mean, it, it tells a good story. It's a very, very good game. Right. Two, out, so, two out of three. Um, whose who's turn is it to choose? Is it Rachel's turn for the next indie game? I think it's mine. Because so I, I started with Brother, and then you guys did... What do we do after Brother? Oh, Thomas, Thomas was alone, alone, and then Walking, Walking Dead for two weeks. So I think we should go with Fez. Fez? Okay. Are you okay with Fez? Down. Okay. Play Fez cool. with us. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, next week, uh, which will be... Let me pull it up. So this game, this episode will release on the 29th. Um, so you're looking at March si- or May 6th. For Fez. Fez. So hop on, download it. It should still be free, I think. It's still up for free, I think. Yeah, right? if you hurry on it, yeah. I would hurry. By the time uh, this gets out, yeah. Do yeah, it. so through PlayStation Plus, it's free. Fantastic game. It's on PS4 and PS3. Um, well, I've played like A little 20 bit minutes of it. So I'm looking forward so to it. So far, fantastic. I'm looking forward to something where, you know, there's no blood and guts. A little more lighthearted. Oh. It's something that can be played in front of kids, yeah. but still. Um, A little puzzler. Still very cool. I mean, it. You guys will be blown away by how just unique it feels. That's I what mean, I love. Well, I never World. played Super Mario though, so I don't know how similar it is to that. Because when you just say. talked about it, it f- seems. Because like Paper Mario World was like because it's two D and it's, it's Paper 2D. Mario, but then you have the option to like flip it so you see. But then like, he the becomes three D, right? Well, yeah, he can at least move in the three dimensions. Yeah. So that two D so world, it's it never it never looks three D. It's two D in a three D world, basically. Like you find this thing that turns the world three D. So you can move around the dimension. So you have this three-dimensional object, but you can only ever see two dimensions, two dimensions of, it. of it. So the way you turn it also changes the way things are around you. So we're going to have to figure out a better way to talk about this for the episode. Because we'll it's kind of difficult we'll to articulate. But cool. this has been episode nine of The Little Big Cast. That wow. Was, that was fun. Yeah, jo- join us. Break down, uh, That's the a really Walking awkward Dead. ending. <laughs> also, That's look, the look end. For all, <laughs> look for all the things that we're going to be doing. If you follow our Twitter, if you're not yet uh, at Little Big Cast with a K, because uh, I think we'll be doing some things in between episodes. There's a very good, yeah, there's a very good chance that we'll be live streaming daylight um, yeah. in the coming week. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Follow us on Twitter at Little Big Cast. Email us uh, at littlebigcast at ktdata.net. Yep. Um, Anything Little Big Cast. In fact, it's ours. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's tweeted at us recently. Uh, it's been a good, a big, you know, a good start and a good build on Twitter and our other socials. And I so. added the account onto my Twitter, and sometimes I'll wake up to like a bunch of notifications, like this person followed you, and it's like, yes, my personal account's becoming famous. And then you flip it over, and then I realized that it's for oh, a little wait. bit cast, and I was that's, like, oh, that's still, oh, that's yeah. still, still following cool. you. Yeah. I think they're still following you. So we have You're our draw. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I mean, in the last, I have like 200 plus followers. Last couple days, we've we've bumped by. Almost 15? 20 followers. Yes. Yeah, so, so. to do that. Be one of those. Also, uh, looking at the just the data on ktdata.net, like in the you know the dashboard of the page itself, uh, we're the we're, we're going up there. We've, yeah. We're so one of the most popular things. We appreciate it. We would love um, we would love <laughs> yeah. more interaction. Like, feel free to ask us questions. Contact us. Let us yep. know what you want us to talk about. Yeah. If there's yep. Tell us what you want to play. If there's a topic you want us to hit, if there's an indie game you want us to get into. Let us know. We'd love to talk about it. Um, and so for now, that's been episode nine. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Yay. And uh, night, night. We'll see you next time. Night, night. Night, night. night. Adios. Shave the beard. <laughs> Shave the beard, Daddy. <laughs> that's <weird. laughs>